WBNE. Yeah, I'm gonna. I like. I think I'm like. This is a great plan. I love it. As be, I, and I love costumes. A big lion in sheep's wool. Oh, that's so fun. Um, let on the morrow. On the morrow, we're in a shepherd's village. So there's wool. There's gonna be big bushels of wool to, for them to sell somewhere. We'll just go borrow some wool tomorrow and uh, disguise ourselves as sheep. I love it. Everyone, practice your bars. You get to spend the evening resting and uh kevin do you genuinely not need uh, rest? well i i haven't been hit or done anything so i don't actually need rest but yeah uh, uh warforged don't sleep i can take a long rest by basically deactivating for six hours power down yeah i was gonna say do, do i need to turn you off and on again <laughs> uh my plan was just to sit motionless at the table till they come get me in the morning that's not creepy at all thanks kevin or i could go steal a bunch of sheep wool in the middle of the night while everybody else is sleeping. I mean, if you really wanted to, I, I would just make you roll for that. Um, I'm not a gifted, sleight of hand, stealthy guy at all. I could beat the sheep to death pretty easily, but I don't want to do that. Kevin, keep watch, my brother. This I can do. Very well. I'm going to snooze over by the fire. Um, <laughs> do you curl do. up like a cat? I curl up <laughs> horse. That's adorable. <laughs> Cute. Uh, cool. Do we get a long rest then? You get a long rest. Take that nice long rest. I will take rest. my one expended rage back. I put a bunch. Of, I sleep with like a bunch of um, curlers in and stuff. I have like powders and things. I look good the next day. Put them up. Put them up. Put them up. So the next morning you awake and uh, Franklin has actually made his way back to the inn just to, to see you off and... Uh, you know, I could, I could, I've got a sword. I, I don't know how to use it. I, you know, I think it might actually go in the other hand, but um, I, I can stab right quick if you want me to come along. Um, uh, perception or insight yeah. check, anyone? I, I got a nat twenty. <laughs> Little boy is scared shitless. <laughs> he's he's trying really hard to be brave. 
but but he is shaking oh, in Franklin, his boots. Franklin, honey. Franklin, you don't you don't have to come. It's okay. We got it. We we're good. Oh, are I mean, are you sure? I well, I could I could keep watch here. I could. Yeah, I could. How about you just stay here and uh, protect uh, you know the city, the, the the inn and the tavern and the big sheep. Do you need a sword? Sure. <laughs> Molly, add a short sword to your inventory from the Royal Guard. Not that I'm going to use it, but... <laughs> but you have it. All right. It looks like you wanted to get some sheep's wool. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would there be a, a place uh, around town that, like, are there just, like, people that were just piles of wool hanging out that we can just get some from? Being in a... A shepherd's town have absolutely no trouble gathering all of the supplies you need. Um, they even give you each uh, a 1d4 healing potion that you can have on your person. Just they, they are sick and tired of these wolves. And so th- this, this town is throwing all of their weight and their force behind the success or the, the, the hopeful success of its heroes. And you are in giant wool puffy things you you look like giant walking clouds uh, well one very small and four giant walking clouds yeah i would maintain i am six foot six inches i will maintain tall. i am three foot three inches tall <laughs> um also can i please walk up to dr archibald and be like just so you know you smell different when you're awake you and me, we have the same energy, and I'm loving it. This is great. <laughs> I smell like wood and oil. It's actually, it's very nice. Musky. All right, so in your uh, party in sheep's clothing, the party sets out uh, in the in the direction of the Grimstone Farm... Are we all walking on four, like all fours? <laughs> all of us pretending to be sheep? Uh, I think that is up to you. Do you want to walk on all fours? And if so, at what point? I think once we get there, I will be on all fours. But I think I will just walk there. Absolutely no way Kevin would understand to do that. Not not a chance in hell. I'm would Kevin like, understand to do that? It's very clear that I went to some kind of acting conservatory and I'm doing like full <laughs> body work, like on all yes. fours, sheep. It's like, oh, I used to do animal exercises all the time. This is so fun. I love this. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that Skybright is just walking alongside you, happy to be about eye level with someone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hello. All right, you arrive at the Grimstone Farm, which is right on the edge of uh, the forest. And uh, Mr. Grimstone, who you had seen last night, Dr. Archibald, he says, uh, you know, I... I really appreciate what you folks are doing. Being so close to the woods, it it means that I'm oftentimes the first uh, first farm hit every time they come to to get some. I've been thinking of of just up and moving, but I I found some some tracks over here the other night. They're they're a couple of days old, um, but you know maybe it could be helpful. You all look ridiculous. Perfect. If you think we look ridiculous, then the wolves will too. The plan is in motion. Yeah. Molly looks at the man and goes, Bah! <laughs> <laughs> bah, indeed. Yes. Bah, bah, bah. 
Um, so you see tracks and you are in sheep's clothes and uh, yet no wolves have appeared. Who has the best investigation? I I do have a uh, spell that I can uh, cast for locating animals. <laughs> of course uh, you do. So uh, if, if, if we're here and there's still no wolves, I would just love to do that. Uh, yeah, just let me. Yeah, what's this spell? It, I just locate yeah, Scott's animal? gonna test detect wolf. The, the the spell is locate animals or plants, and I just uh, describe or name a specific kind of beast or plant, and I uh, concentrate on my surroundings. And if they, I, I learn the direction and distance of the closest one of those creatures uh, within uh, five miles, if okay. any are present. Uh, you casting this. So I will. Yeah, I'll just like reach into the into the earth and even dressed as a sheep, I will like quietly sort of like howl like a wolf to kind of tap into that like ho. Very fun, very fun. Without then a whole lot of difficulty actually, you can tell that there is at least one wolf through the forest and if you just want to start uh, walking in that direction, uh, it doesn't specifically say that that you will continue to feel this spell, but I'm I'm going to say that you can tell that basically about a mile through the forest, you're you're gonna potentially pop out the other side, and there's there's a wolf, at least one wolf there. We've got a location of a wolf. Follow me, friends, and uh, yeah, let's head All there. All right, um, going through the forest. I presume you are moving. At least quietly, if not intentionally, stealthily, and you—you're not really hearing a whole lot other than just the movement through the undergrowth uh, or underbrush. Wool is getting snagged on everything if you're not particularly careful. So your your garb may be slightly disheveled when you arrive, and just as you can start to see light pouring out from between the trees, looking like you're about to come to some sort of a clearing. Um, Dr. Archibald, that's when you realize like, oh, I'm I'm sensing wolves right here. Uh, hey gang, there, I'm getting a real big reading on some wolf activity around here. Brace yourselves and be on the lookout. Uh, as you quietly, stealthily, uh, can I get I guess stealth checks from everyone really quickly. Ooh, yeah, sure thing. Um, oh boy. Can I do a little gamey thing too, Jordan? And I would like to ready an action. I would like to ready an action to cast a spell. I'm happy to tell you what the spell is if you want, but ready an action to cast a spell if I see three or more wolves. Uh, I presume you mean three or more wolves clustered together. Or three um, or more wolves total, just anywhere. I think I think I like it's almost like if a big fight's going to happen. If we only see one or two, then no. But if I see three of them, it's like okay, oh, this is probably going to be a big fight. Let's do yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Hell yeah! I got a six. Seventeen. I rolled a zero. Say that again. I rolled a zero. I rolled a ten. Zero. Well done. All right, you creep up to the edge of this clearing quietly enough, although. Uh, Kevin and Molly both step on branches, big loud crack. And what you see, uh, and Balthazar, you're 
obviously going to be the first to act here. So what you are going to see is uh, a sort of grassy clearing, and in the middle of the grassy clearing, there is a, a fire pit, like an actual fire burning in a campfire. And in this grassy clearing, you see six wolves gathered around the campfire. Two of them seem to be, uh, for lack of better descriptor, uh, skinning and dressing the meat from a couple of sheep. And uh, two of them seem to be uh, working on sort of what looks like a rudimentary fence that's made out of like brush and branches that they've sort of stacked and piled on top of one another. Um, None of them are paying particular attention to you or the woods at this moment. Uh, Balthazar, I believe you had a spell prepped. I did have a readied action. Um, uh, Jesus, these wolves are skinning sheep and building a wall like with their mouths? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I think I had a very flashy entrance plan and I think I'm like so nauseated. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um, uh, but I shake it off. Um, this is Balthazar doing, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do a suboptimal battle thing <laughs> because <laughs> we do have the element of surprise, but I am going to leap from the wood line, uh, and with my reaction sort of cast the spell that I had readied, which was you and your pack mates made a fool of me the first time, but Let's even these numbers out and have a little group on group action. And I'm going to cast mirror image and three more Balthazars appear around me going, what ho brother, what ho, what ho. Um, <laughs> um, As you leap out and do this, uh, you hear um, like a loud clinking together of bone almost is what it sounds like. Like uh, almost like there was a trap that you uh, crossed over and there uh, triggered some sort of an alarm system that causes all of the wolves, uh, as soon as you start speaking and as this noise happens, they, they look up and see now three of you Balthazars and immediately <sighs> snarl ready to charge. I need everyone to roll initiative. I'm coming in with a hot five. What's a 22 get me, Jordan? You're about fifth in order. Um, I got a nine. I got a 21. Woo. Um, I presume your mirror images go on your turn. Uh, they actually are all, are purely defensive and they also, they don't actually take up spots on the battlefield. They're like very clustered around me. And are, you know, so it just looks like a group of four of me because uh, it's me and three illusory doubles. OK, um, it's it's like the the TikTok duplicator. Yes, exactly. Sure. Exactly. Yes. yes, yes. Sarcast double team. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin, it is your turn first. Cool. Um, Kevin is very angry by the sight of the wolves gutting this sheep right in front of him. And so Kevin is going to go into a rage. And so he's going to turn red and Kevin is going to run up as close as he can get to the wolf near the fire that is skinning the sheep and 
and and thwack him real good. I'm going to attempt to make a reckless attack. Would you like to be between or have him between you and the fire? Or uh, you can also see now that you have run out from the woods that there is the mouth to what appears to be a cave, maybe a 10 foot by 10 foot entrance. Uh, and Balthazar, you can see this as well. Gotcha. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to run up to him, like from the closest mm-hmm. side and thwap him real good with my mace. Please hit that wolf. I'm going to hit that wolf and we're going to call this, I'm going to unload everything I got because I'm pissed off. So we're going to call this a, a reckless frenzy attack. Great. Okay, so that is a 17 to hit. Absolutely hits. Cool. 17 to hit with the mace. 10 plus 4 plus 2, 16 damage. With the mace, I'm going to smack this wolf very hard. Uh, Kevin comes charging out of the woods, uh, having seen uh, Balthazar, his his brother Kevin's... uh, uh, attack and, and launch into a fight and takes his great mace, smashes into this wolf and just you you hear this wolf howl out ow! and and go just completely limp. Uh, and he is uh, down and out. Just immediately Whoa, a baby. single hit. Obliterated. Balthazar, it is your turn. Okay, I know this is so hard because we're doing a podcast, but I'm going to do something very tactical and having to do with the grid right now. Hey, um. that's how Tyler was able to run a car into people. Spoilers for four people. Four. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Hell yes. Um, so here's the first thing I want to do. Um, just because of making use of cool terrain, I go, well done, Brother Kevin! Um, and say, allow me to join you in clearing some space around the campfire! And I leap forward, um, and I'm, I have 35 feet of movement, so we're gonna go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and I'm going to move to the spot, um, the upper right corner of W3. So the wolf that's still by the campfire, I'm in the upper right corner. Um, and I would like to roll uh, an attack roll um, to hit that wolf. So that's what I'm going to do. So first. you have. Do all of your illusory doubles yeah. follow you? Yes, they all Great. do. Cool. Um, Neat. So what, what you're doing basically is you are running up to position yourself uh, between two wolves and attacking the other wolf that was near the fire. So Kevin attacked one wolf that was by the fire and you're attacking the other wolf by the fire. The reason I'm moving to such a specific square is I'm going to try to do a maneuver that moves wolf number three um, while being in a square that when I move wolf number three, I will not be within reach of any of the other wolves. That's effectively why I'm picking that square and I will have movement left over um, uh, to move myself into position and do one other thing. Smart. Um, Very smart. And all of your doubles come with you. Uh, all of my doubles come with me. Hey, doubles. Um, uh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, uh, and I have all of that going on. So yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to roll that attack roll. Um, Please do. Here we go. 
Oh, heartbreaking. Um, that's only going to be a seven. Seven's um, not going to do it. Uh, okay. And I am going to uh, move. I may not have said this off the top of the, the one shot. And if that is the case, my bad. I like to start with all of my characters being able to have inspiration at the beginning of the campaign. So you oh. you all do have inspiration at, at some point if you would want or need to use it. Well, you know, this big, this huge showdown with a bunch of wolves is where I'm going to use that point of inspiration. Let's go. Let's we're going to use a different die. <laughs> nice jail. Uh, let's go around to. I have to be honest. That's an eight. The dice don't want Balthazar to do well right now. That is OK. Um, um, <laughs> like wave my sword around um, and I'm just going to be like. Um, Kevin, maybe you will fare better than I. Uh, and I'm going to give a point of bardic inspiration hey, to Kevin. So hey, Kevin has a D6, D6 bardic inspiration. Excellent. Uh, so Balthazar flails a little bit, realizes that he's a bit outmatched at the moment and gives Kevin some bardic. Uh-huh. Very Up cool. Next, you all hear from inside the cave... Oh, 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 oh! Uh, and Skybright, it is your turn. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so I'm little, and I can't walk very far. So you can imagine the amount of stress I'm under. Preach it. It's my whole life. Uh. Can I do a bonus action before I do my action? Yeah, cool. Um, so we'll we'll bonus action hide. And then can I shoot wolf number five creating the fence? Yeah, you can shoot any of the the wolves. Cool, I'd like uh, to shoot wolf number five. You should definitely be able five. to reach them all. Uh, so you wanna shoot one of the wolves that's, that's overworking on the fence. Yes. Uh, that is away from your friends at present moment. Correct. Uh, go ahead and take that shot. I believe normally. What's what's the range on a short bow? Uh, 82. Yeah, great. Cool. Six. 19? That'll do it. Um, do I add sneak attack to that? Yes, you do. Because you are hiding. Um, 1d6 plus 4. Wah! Um, so that's 6 plus sneak attack, which is 2d6. I forgot about that. <laughs> Um, that's 11. That's 11, maybe. Uh, four plus 11, 15 damage. You are going to hide behind this tree. You pop out, take out your short bow, and fire a shot. Pew! And this wolf that was holding a stick in its mouth barely even had time to turn around before you completely ran it through. That wolf is dead. Oh my God. With okay. a stick in its mouth. Might be protecting the teeth, Dr. Archibald. Oh my God. Um, hmm. Thank you for that uh, information. From inside the cave, you again hear, oh, oh, uh, and you also hear, it's hunters, hunters, go attack. Dr. Archibald, this is your turn. Wild. Okay. Um, I would very much like to uh, go and probably just honestly go up to, there's a wolf kind of in front of me off to uh, a little bit ahead of me to the left. Yeah. 
Um, nearish the campfire, but kind of a distance away. I would love to go up to it and, uh, I, you know, I learned my lesson from trying to talk to wolves. Didn't work out so well. So I'm just going to try and, uh, harm them in a way that protects the teeth, please, for me. Um, I'm sorry to anyone out there who's listening who has like a weird thing with teeth. This is probably not a fun one shot for you, me talking about teeth all the time. But anyway, I'm going to do, uh, I'm just going to do a little poison spray. I'm going to reach into my little doctor's little lab coat thing and just like blow a little powder at, uh, incredible. What kind of a save does the wolf have to make? It is a constitution saving throw of 14. Uh, three, not going to do it. Excellent. And so for the first time ever in my life, I will roll a D12. Uh, and I got a nine. Uh, so you deal nine poison damage to this wolf? Yes. Uh, so. so you let out this poison spray and the wolf <coughs> immediately starts coughing on the poison, uh, retching a little... Um. And since he rolled so poorly, does that mean that he is the poisoned condition? I believe that might mean he has the poisoned condition, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't say anything like that on on my on the actual cantrip, but I will leave that. Okay, up to then your perhaps not. After Doctor Archibald, then the wolves are going to go. Um, so this wolf that is near you, Balthazar, um, the mirror images of you it assumes are you or any of them so it might it, attack? Uh, it, so the way the spell works is uh, every time a creature targets me with an attack, I roll a d20 to determine whether the attack targets me or one of my duplicates. Um, so if I have three duplicates like I have right now, on a, if I roll a six or higher, uh, the attack gets changed to a duplicate, and as as duplicates get destroyed, um, the, the it gets more and more like they're just going to hit me instead. Um, these duplicates have an AC of thirteen. Uh, if an attack hits it, it's automatically destroyed with like even a single point of damage. So basically, there's a good chance it's going to it's going to hit a duplicate instead of me, but it's just trying to attack me. Basically, awesome. Uh, so the two wolves that are near you, uh, the one that was further away is going to run up to attempt to attack you. And they're both going to try to attack you. I will start with the one that you attempted to attack first. It'll almost definitely hit uh, 22 to hit. Cool. I, I need to roll a six or higher for this to go for one of the mm -hmm. duplicates. That's a 16. So it hits, so it hits a, duplicate. a duplicate. So one of your duplicates is gone. <gasps> Brother. <laughs> Uh, the Brother second no. one is going to launch and try to make a bite attack. Uh, crit 20. <laughs> okay, on an eight or higher, it's a duplicate. 16 again, it's another duplicate. <laughs> um, so, lucky dog. Lucky cat. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, really. uh, so that knocks down one of your other duplicates. I'm like uh, running out of duplicates very fast with these. And also it's like both these wolves got good hits. So it's like they go right for the throat. And I'm like, ha, ha, okay. These wolves are very proficient at combat. <laughs> um, Balthazar, you, you are a gentleman of uh, the finer things in life. Something that you notice on these wolves is 
they have um, like cloth on themselves, like bright, colorful cloth. One of them seems to have one like around its neck, not really like a collar, more like more like an ascot. Um, but like as you are up close next to these wolves, you're realizing that like they are wearing clothes, uh, just like you're in sheep's clothes. They're in people's clothes, perhaps uh, not. Oh my full god! Clothing, <laughs> but but like certain articles of clothing. Are certain on articles them, of clothing right? are like, on them. Yes. Oh my god! I okay. recognize. I know the catalog. That ascot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Doctor Archibald, the wolf in front of you is going to uh, try to leap yeah. at you. Bring it on! I have an incredibly high armor class of. 10. It's a twelve. Nope, it's a fourteen. Okay, yeah, I can do math. that'll hit. Well. Either um, one. Oh, it's weird. The 14 doesn't hit. The 12 Yeah, hit, weirdly. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. are going to range. take six damage. Okay. Uh, six bite damage, and I need a strength saving throw from you. All right, cool. I'm excellent at those. I got an eight. Uh, you are also going to be knocked down by this wolf. Uh, you, you are the prone condition uh more likely supine because you were facing him. And uh, wolf number six over here that was also working on the fence is actually also going to five, ten, uh, launch <laughs> right for you, oh, no. Balthazar. Here we go. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait to see what the attack roll is first. Uh, twenty-two. Good <laughs> grief! Eleven or higher. Come on, you got it. Eleven! Oh, <laughs> woo! My last duplicate! Oh, wolves are very good. Wolves are efficient <laughs> predators. Apex, in fact. Okay. I'm like laying on the ground like, yeah, no kidding. Holy cow. If you can make duplicates, you should really consider doing that right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. Molly, it is your turn. You are still Goodness in the tree gracious. line. Having not fully been spotted. Yeah, what to do, what to do. <laughs> <laughs> not much has happened. Yeah, so. um, I think I'm going to repeat my past decisions and uh, cast Bless again and give Kevin, Balthazar, and the Doctor uh, a buff. I do need to be within 30 feet, so I'll need to get closer to everybody. Excellent, and you, you bless Balthazar Kevin and Dr. Archibald. Molly, thank you! Uh, we are top of the order with Kevin. Cool. Uh, you've got a, a wolf on Dr. Archibald and three surrounding awesome. Balthazar. Uh, Kevin is going to charge straight through the fire at <laughs> at wolf number two, the one flanking Balthazar from the outside. And so, and I'm um, going to run up I'm gonna make you take like two fire That's damage fine. for doing that. Um, so he's made of wood. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Everything is good. Um, so so Kevin is gonna run, th charge through the fire and make a uh, another reckless attack on this wolf. And basically, what this wolf is gonna see is a giant flaming cloud of wool absolutely <laughs> trying to slam him in the face with a with a with a mace uh 
That is exactly what would happen. Okay. Yeah, that wool is on fire. Uh, my first roll was a two, and my second roll, because I get advantage from reckless attack, is an 18 plus six plus... 18 plus six will do it. Plus three. 18 plus six plus three. For, uh... You know, the extra three? Yeah, made it not hit, yeah. Finally did it. (laughs) All right, you wallop on him with your great mace and tell me what you do. So the damage is actually only eight. So I'm going to whack him with my great mace while I am on fire from the wool up. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) uh, You blast this wolf and he, he looks like he is in rough shape. It's it's hurting from that, and you you hear him. Ow! Ow! Cool. Uh, I'm gonna use my bonus Just action to make w- a, a, a frenzy attack. Uh huh. And hit him again. Ought to be 19 plus six plus four. <laughs> That'll hit. Cool. Uh, and that will be nine damage. Uh, and with your second hit on this wolf. Uh, he also goes limp and slack and is is down for the count. Cool. Balthazar, it is your turn, <laughs> and one of your attackers is now eliminated. Um, astounding. Um, yeah, let's do this. Uh, uh, uh um... Trying to think. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to do this again because it's cool and because I have bless on me. Um, first thing I'm gonna do is go for wolf number three uh, with an attack, um, and that's gonna add the, uh, the plus four to it. Let's see here. Oh, thank God, that's gonna be twenty-four to hit. There you go. That'll do it. Um, we are going to use mobile flourish. So the amount of damage I deal to that wolf out of the gate is, oh, that's max damage that I might not even have to do the thing I was gonna do. Um, uh, that's eight plus six is 14, plus five is 19 points of damage <laughs> to that wolf. Yes, uh, that wolf is down. Uh, to be clear, are you hitting the one closer to the cave or closer to the fire? I was gonna, gonna do closer to the same. fire. If I didn't do max damage, I, Mobile Flourish lets you push someone five feet in a direction and I was gonna force that wolf into the fire. Um, but uh, doesn't matter. I, I'm like, I shall back this wolf into the flame. Oop, I killed it. It's dead already. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and then as a bonus action. Um, you throw my wolf into the fire. <laughs> um, I don't think my dog could fit in an ass. Uh, Kevin, you still haven't used your your bardic die. Correct. Right? Um, I'm going to... See, uh, uh, my buddy, the good, the good doctor who is is completely prone right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or actually, between between Molly and the doctor, uh, all right. But you guys, you guys cast spells. You don't really make rolls, right? Not really. No. Cool. So I'm gonna look back actually at Skybright, um, uh, uh, and go Skybright. Of fair fortune and your marksmanship, my uh, stabbing uh, enthusiast, and give you a d6. Oh, stab, stab, (laughs) stab, stab, stab. (laughs) Uh, uh, And I'm going to give you a d6 of bardic inspiration. (laughs) 
the signal. Incredible. Uh, Balthazar, as you are turning to face uh, Skybright, that means that your back is to the cave. Oh, no. And at this Not click time... Not to place next. No. Uh, <laughs> oh. There are several more wolves that... Kevin, you are close enough to see that it, it looks as though these wolves are wearing like leather armor. You've got to be kidding Almost. Me. Um, like they have in some way uh, fashioned armor pieces cool. for themselves and they are going to charge out uh, to attack... Both Kevin and Balthazar, I'm going to do two hits each, two two attacks each, uh, starting with the ones for Kevin. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen uh, exactly hits. All right, and that's going to deal you seven damage. Uh, and the second one uh, is going to miss, so he's going to attempt to bite you, um, but miss. And I need a DC 11 strength saving throw for you okay. to stay up. That upright. first hit was what kind of damage? Piercing, uh, piercing damage. damage. Okay, so I take half of that. So yeah. halved to, yeah. Um, okay, you said strength saving throw? Yes. Okay. Uh, strength saving throw is a dirty, filthy, rotten 20. Fabulous. You are still up. And then Balthazar, the two attacks on you from these armored wolves. Uh, an 18 and a 19. Those are both going to hit. Um, so each of those are going to deal you seven damage. And I need two separate strength saving throws. I, well, give me the first one and we'll see if you need the second one. Copy that. Uh, so 14 damage overall. Um, and here comes the strength saving throw for number one is going to be, um, el- that's only going to be an 11. Uh, 11 will do Incredible. it. Um, so the second one, uh, only a seven. You do get your buff for the saving throws. That's right. You yes, do get the I am blast. adding the blast. Oh, uh, so unfortunately with that seven, you are going to be knocked prone with the second attacker on top of you having bitten you and Skybright, it is your turn um yeah so um i think Skybright's just gonna run forward screaming with a dagger love it mm-hmm. i don't know how to scream in that ooh voice um uh towards the one on the doctor or the cluster you know, I was thinking about the doctor, but there's like yeah, a, a lot going don't on over worry there. About me. Okay, I won't. Bye. I mean, okay, a little um, consideration would have been nice, but all right. <laughs> um, and I'd like to jump and stab on the uh, on the wolf, on the armored wolf. Yes, on the armored wolf. Great. Give me an attack roll. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen is not going to do it. <laughs> uh, cool. You can add that bardic inspiration if you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fourteen. A fourteen yes! will do it. Ah! Oh! Incredible! Oh! I knew you could. Ooh, I was like, no, it only got one. I knew one. you could do it, Skybright. 
All right, roll me some damage. Thank you, fake Kevin. Um, I do not get sneak attack with this. No, I, I just Kim screamed the whole time. I screamed the whole time. Uh, five. Total five damage. Remove. Fabulous. Uh, so that wolf, you plunge your dagger right into him. Just find a, a little sneaky spot right right around the leather there. Up next, also coming out of the cave, is a wolf that is on fire, that is walking on its hind legs. Oh no, that's (laughs) unsettling. She added a character to the map called Flame. Uh, and, And this wolf is, it it almost looks like it is glowing a light, not quite on fire, fire, but definitely glowing in some very strange way. And sh- it comes running out of this uh, cave, sees this big cluster of all of you, and I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from Kevin Balthazar. And and Skybright, Sky Dex Dex saving, uh, yes, a dexterity saving. We're throw. all in the middle of all the action, and I'm like slightly off to the side on the ground. Like you got, you got it, you guys got it. I got With a the twenty-five. Bless, I also got a twenty-five. <laughs> That's gonna be a nat one for your boy. Uh, oh no! No! Oh. Stop <laughs> it! Do better. I know this is this is the perma DM curse. Anytime you if you DM too much, your rolls for your characters become garbage. Balthazar, you are going to take eight fire damage and Kevin and Skybright are going to take four fire damage each as this wolf walking on its hind legs does something that wolves should not do, opens its mouth wide and exhales a giant cone of fire. I also need to make all of these saving throws for one, two, three, four, five... Good old flame wolf. Um, and so these wolves as well are going to take some of that damage and get singed uh, by what has just happened. Minus eight. Whoo! Uh, none of the wolves actually go down from that. N- none of them are are down, but some of them are are singed pretty significantly and and sort of turn and look at the the wolf that just breathed fire on them and was like, Arr! Uh That then is Dr. Archibald's turn. How's everybody looking? Uh, mostly Balthazar. How you doing? I'm at five hit points. Oh, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Um, hmm. <laughs> I, all of my healing stuff, I have to go and go up and touch I have- you. And I'm in a I bad spot. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna rely on you for that at the moment. Um, I think uh, Dr. Archibald, as witnessing all of this uh, chaos, people getting hurt. There's like a a wolf that's standing up and breathing fire. I'm on the ground, not looking great. I will reluctantly kind of say to myself, "Well." I don't really like when bringing the other guy out because he's kind of a dork, but I don't don't think I have much of an option. 
And uh, I am going to bonus action wild shape into a crocodile. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just morph in gross scales and like I'm already on the ground. So I'm just like laying, you know, uh, I'm already there. Oh and my God. Uh, my, you know, the transformation comes complete and I just go. Oh boy. Oh jeez. Oh, what did we get ourselves into now? Oh, this isn't good. Okay. Um uh, this looks like a bad thing. I assume these wolves are bad. I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and uh if I may um go go and do a, a little bite attack on this wolf that's in front of me. Uh cuz it will do more damage than anything I could do in human form. Absolutely. Do that bite cool. attack. Um do I I am on the ground, but I'm also a crocodile. Is that what does that mean for disadvantage or anything like that? <laughs> you, I, it does not impose disadvantage because you being on all fours and then being on all fours. Yes does not uh, cause any further hardship. Cool, that's a 21 to hit. Is what I'm going to say. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Go ahead and roll All damage. Right. Um, boy. Once again, using dice that I don't typically use. Um, that is going to be a uh, 11 damage, please. Piercing damage. Uh, 11 damage will... In fact, do it. Uh, will it, it is that, the wolf totally out of here? The wolf is totally right, out of cool. here. You jumped into him and he lets out another big, oh! I'm really sorry about that. I don't like hurting people. It's just the situation called for it. I'm really sorry. Uh, is this in common that everyone can hear as a crocodile? I hope so. <laughs> Great. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> this crocodile has so the, appears to have some degree of social anxiety. My goodness! Yeah, <laughs> I, f I, I feel it's it. All, my voice almost sounds like if Carl from Jimmy Neutron was voiced by Jennifer Coolidge, and so I think <laughs> I hope that's not upsetting or throws anybody off. All right, there is one wolf left to attack. It's going to try to attack Balthazar oh, no. down on the ground there. It's going to have advantage. I mean, already it does because uh -huh. it's a wolf, but... It, it, yeah, it already has lots of advantage. Um, uh, a 10. 10 does not hit. 10 is not going to do it. Uh, Molly, it is your turn after this wolf just whiffed on a bite attack. Got a little little too singed, was a so, little distracted. Confirming, I cannot cast a spell and then cast a healing spell as a bonus action, even though it's a bonus action. Yes. Correct. Ah, One of them would silly. have to be a cantrip. Do I have any good cantrips? I know. No. Um, all right. I am just going to cast <laughs> at a second level healing word to heal our dear friend, Balthazar. <laughs> Woo! Fabulous. Let's, let's take that roll. 2d4 plus 5. All right. That's 3 plus 2 plus 5. 10. 10. Yeah. Hell yes. Incredible. 
Incredible. Uh, after Molly, before we hit top of the order, another wolf Jesus on Christ. two legs Come on. walks out. And this wolf coming out of the cave, seeing the chaos, seeing one, five, six wolf carcasses on the ground, seeing, uh, you know, Balthazar on the ground, pretty beaten up and bloodied with multiple uh, wolves atop him. Uh, this wolf in common is going to roar out enough. Oh my God. My monologues. <laughs> um, oh, yes, the monologues. He starts monologuing. There, he starts monologuing. There are two wolves inside of you. <laughs> One is gay. The other is gay. <laughs> Great. You are gay. That's really funny. You know, you're not. One is frost. One is flame. You're hot. Then you're cold. You're you yes. Then you're no. God damn it, Moon Moon. <laughs> Enough. Can't you see that? All of this fighting is just going to not be helpful for either party. Flame, six of our children lie dead before you. Does that not upset you? And you, uh, he gestures with a paw toward the cluster of you getting walloped on. And you, your numbers are nearly dead and dying, yet you continue to send raiding parties our way. We don't want this fighting. Why do you keep bringing us this fighting? Anyone is able and allowed if to If I may be allowed to rise from the ground, I would be more than happy to answer your query. Yeah, I just got here, so I don't really understand it myself. You frightened this sapling. Um, you harmed... The sapling. You harmed the child. Uh, Kevin, as your agitation shows, you can also see that some of the wolves are a little bit agitated, particularly the uh, one that breathed fire on you. She is very uncomfortable with how angry and aggressive you are and will not stop staring at you. Um, greetings. It appears that after uh, a short fracas, we have now engaged in... A parlay. I, for one, am very well welcome. Very good to have talking instead of whatever the hell that was. Um, my name is Balthazar Deluca Van Vorstings. Uh, on behalf of the Kevin and Friends Mercenary Company, uh, let me be the first to say thank you for. Uh, introducing the prospect of diplomatic relations. Uh, we are interlocutors in this uh, pre-existing uh, feud that you have with the village of Pineview, uh, and believing that we were uh, in opposition to a non-sentient group, uh, elected violence uh, to find surcease of sheep theft. Uh, the issues of the villagers of Pineview are quite simple. Uh, a cessation of all 
uh, livestock and cattle rustling. Um, if this is agreeable to the parties herein, I believe we can find uh, an accord. I'm bleeding so profusely. <laughs> um. uh, Balthazar, can you roll to persuade with advantage, uh, please? Yes, I would actually love to do that. Um, okay, and that's going to be... A nat 20 plus 8 Ooh. is 28. There we, we go. Love that. There it is. Um, so the uh, the wolf who had been speaking and that you had been speaking to said, uh, responds with a, yes, this is exactly, we, we have been trying to stay out of their way as much as possible and harm none of their, none of their people. See, Flame, this is, this is why, this is why we don't kill them. Uh, and she, she growls at him. Uh, we, we would love to, to simply go about our business and, and be unbothered. We simply needed to gather some sheep for the, the, the winter so we might uh, not need to, to hunt all year through, through the cold. You know, tend to lose more of our number. Of course, I don't particularly mind the cold, but but it the others don't uh you know, don't love it quite as much and 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 we simply want to be left alone. Ah, and herein lies the rub. I feel that in this manner you are of like mind to the villagers of Pineview. However, your uh acquisition by point of force of the sheep and livestock of Pineview uh, poses a very real threat to their lives come winter. The uh, fire-breathing wolf chimes in quite angrily. Um, yes, and and their involvement in, in our world also causes much of a threat to our lives. Do you not see what what destruction you have already wrought on this day? We should kill you all. Uh, well, listen, I hear you. I'm a straight up stranger. So I'm here on behalf of the villagers of Pineview. I don't know who caused the, the origin of this conflict. However, I do know that there is no record on behalf of any of the people of Pineview of a conversation being initiated. Have you attempted to speak with the villagers of Pineview before or no? Uh, insight checks all around, please. Okay. Cool. I, I now have the inside of a crocodile, though, so <laughs> it's not as helpful. 23. 13. 15, actually. Five. Uh, 23, fun. So you see uh, the two wolves standing on their hind legs sort of shifting a little bit uncomfortably, like like they feel like maybe they have uh, have things that they know that they aren't specifically saying, uh, and the, uh, let's say the calmer, more rational of the two says, well, well yes, we, when we... When we learned of our newfound abilities, uh, we knew they came from 
from a young man from the village and and he intended to well i'm not really sure he intended to give us the gifts that he gave us but the the gift of of a mind and has i mean it's improved quality of life for all of us uh quite substantially i mean our our pups won't starve in the winter because we've been hoarding the sheep and and the elderly wolves don't need to be left behind and and you know we we assumed since since a, a young man from the village gave us these powers that he might it it, it might have been part of a an agreement of parlay we just didn't have the food stores we needed um do you remember the name or any details or features of this young man from the village um well we we called him the light bringer because there my memory's a little hazy but he he brought us these gifts and there was a flash of bright light and then and then he disappeared um and we we did not have a name, but we have been calling him the light. I'm going to look to my companions and say, do we think this is probably William, the arcane student at university? Yes, I would agree. Um, All wolves are liars. That's All Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Liars. That's inflammatory. Just, just. <laughs> we can talk about that. You know, I, I I get the feeling behind what you're saying, but right now, um. I am actively on fire. Yeah, you should tamp that down, but thank you for <laughs> saving my life, by the way. That's great. But yeah, time and place. We can we can tamp that down now. Um, can I... I'm also going to heal myself for six points of damage. Just as, as I'm talking, just like, okay, I'm in a lot of pain. Um, uh, the issue you will find here, and I know that you are the gift of language is new to you. Um, the Lightbringer, while incredibly gifted in these miraculous arts, did not have leave or authority to give the village's sheep to you. Um, is it fair to... And I ask this both of, of Flame and you, her companion, um, if another group of wolves or a group of humans or elves uh, were to come in to this group of sheep you have collected and steal them from you to take them, um, what would your reaction be in an instant of that having been done? Well, then we would starve because they're stealing our food Right, stores. but like, what would you do to the people that were stealing it? If you could, if you caught them in the middle of stealing it? Well, of course we would so attack them. So do you them. see how maybe, do you see how maybe <laughs> the villagers of Pineview, you know what I mean? They're literally doing Exactly what you would do. You... We're leaving the biggest ones for them so they don't starve. Okay, cool. It's co you they know, don't like those very much. The big ones apparently taste bad. Um, wolves of of the Pineview forests. You have been gifted with minds. You are exceptional hunters and protectors. My advice to you in this moment would be to take the sheep you have stolen and return them and 
apologize to the villagers of Pineview for having taken the sheep that they have raised and cultivated for many long years. Commun- How do we know that they would listen to you us? You don't, but you've already stolen from them, which as you have just explained, you know is wrong. However, an earnest apology could give cause, and I would make it my personal mission to advise the town to make community with you. There will be no issue with sharing sheep with your pack if you give value of yourselves to the community. To give yourselves there as brilliant, sentient hunters and protectors of the town, I have to assume that there are deer and other wild game in these forests. I'm sure the villagers would let you sleep in their warm halls and eat of their reserves in the long winter if during the spring and summer months you helped them hunt. You, In order to share resources without violence, without theft, you have to make common cause and give to the community that you are seeking to build. Uh, give me one more persuasion check with Ooh, advantage, please. Doctor. Here we go. Yeah, what Kevin said. <laughs> oh, that's a 26. Um, the, the more rational one looks at you, looks at flame, looks at you again. I think this would be a wonderful solution. And before you can say anything else, Flame launches out at her partner and attacks him, screaming, You coward! Ah! <sighs> um, I do believe that she was, especially now that you are standing, Balthazar, probably within range of, of reach of both Kevin and Balthazar, you would have the opportunity to make an attack on her before she Absolutely, departs if I'm you so that. choose. Uh, I, will, I will also make an attack of opportunity here. Okay. Um, that is, hang on, character sheet. I'm guessing we talked long enough that my rage is gone. Yeah. Um, that is yeah. 17 plus six. Okay. That'll definitely hit. Off the table. Okay. Um, so, Kevin, you are able to get a hit off on yeah. Flame. And uh, go ahead and roll me damage. Uh, it's going to be 10. Excellent. Um, and she does bite attack... Um, the other standing wolf um, and does hit him for dice. Um, does, does hit him for a non zero amount of damage and he swats back uh, at her uh, essentially going wife. I will not. I will not attack you. We must make peace with this village or we are con you are condemning us to death. Ooh. I'm going to look quickly to my companions and be like, best not to get involved in like marriage stuff. That's a whole, that's, that's a, 
Yeah. Like that, like that's fully, that seemed like a lethal attack, but his response is sort of like a, hey, come on, knock it off. You know what I mean? Like maybe there, I don't know. That's, that's hard to read. Mm. That could really, that could really break either way. I'm kind of judge. I have to judge off of his reaction. Not our business. What- uh, she does calm down a little bit. He he was potentially able to persuade Ooh, her. Okay, so sort of like lethal bitings are sort of just like, you know, par for the course here. Listen! Yeah, I, I don't claim to understand, but you know what? A different strokes and such. Listen, I will be more than happy to uh, uh, speak on your behalf upon our return to Pineview. Uh, Believe me, the best foot forward would be to return the sheep you have taken. But... Can we return some of them? Are you saying that because you're being greedy? Are you saying that because you can, as of this present moment, only return some of them? The latter only right. return well, some of them, uh, and he sort of eyes the um, half-dressed carcasses. Right. Well, that is a bit of a bummer, but way. yeah, that's gonna. I mean, we don't have any other play, right? There's no other. We will smooth over the issue of the dead sheep. The, um. I'm I'm Frost, by the way, uh, and Frost calls out a couple of orders. <sighs> Round him up and bring him back to the one. Yeah, same place we dropped the last guy. Would Would you say he barks the orders? I quit the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just make it so easy. I do. Um, <laughs> the the last guy, the the halfling, the halfling. The small child who... Uh, you know, um, we're just small. We're not children. The small child who we did not eat. <coughs> um, yes, Mr. Featherrock, well, we are aware. Um, I think that with the return of some of these sheep and any information about this light bringer, you may well find yourself having an interested ear upon our arrival at the village. then perhaps I should accompany you back. That feels wise to me. Uh, he, he looks over at his wife and says, keep an eye on the pups for me. Let's go. Walking montage. Yep. Avanti. <laughs> All right. So I guess this uh, ragtag party of Crocodile and and a variety of you in sheep's clothing and a wolf not in sheep's clothing uh, are going to return to the village. Wool. I do just want to say that. <laughs> yeah. Charred. Charred and burnt. Party, where do we think, who, who do we think is the wisest person with whom to speak about this? Probably um, just go um, back to the head of the village or... Uh, Go back to the head yeah. of the village, but I think didn't the 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 head of the village was that wizard Franklin's dad, who seemed a little bit ineffectual. I feel like Franklin's mom is maybe actually the person to talk to. Was that am I am I getting am I misremembering that? There was the woman who ran the bar who seemed really like the one in charge. 
Uh, that is not Franklin's mom. That's just a woman in in charge. That we could talk to her. Yeah. Uh, I- Yes, I think talking to her, she seemed like the person who was actually calling the shots here just from a emotional read of the town. Um, it matters not to Kevin. It's it's midday, so the inn is fairly empty as you um, bring in a wolf in. and an alligator? Crocodile, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, so you all come inside this inn and you see the, the woman behind the bar. Uh, she looks up at you. Ah, yes, adventurers, were you successful in your mission? Um, how do you define success? No, I'm just, uh. (laughs) My name is Kevin. This is Frost. I'm a crocodile now, so that should tell you all you need to know, really. We have a wolf here, too. Frost is a wolf who swears he is not lying. (laughs) Yeah, we have a few things to smooth over, but you shouldn't have any more issues with the sheep disappearing. Unless they are lying. Kevin, do you and and your friends think they're telling the truth? Uh, My friends uh, think that. I can never be sure. I'm pretty with convinced. Wolves. Um, Kevin uh, has a personal beef with wolves that we are going to unpack when we get some R and R after the conclusion of this adventure. Uh, uh, Madam Inkeep, remind me of your name once more. I do apologize. Lenora, a pleasure. Uh, our companion Frost. Um, is uh, the leader of the wolf pack within the forest. A stranger and someone who I believe to be the actual instigator of the dark tidings present in Pineview uh, granted a number of wolves in the forest with sentience. Those wolves, uh, and with magical abilities, those wolves have been doing exactly what wolves are wont to do. For though they have been gifted with sentience and the power of speech, they uh, were not told to behave in any way other than that which wolves are familiar with. Their theft of the sheep was them attempting to protect themselves, now having the ability to store and stockpile food, not understanding that they were hurting the village of Pineview. They have done everything within their power to spare humanoid life, including that of Mr. Featherrock, um, who was correct in hearing the wolves speak. Uh, having counseled them after a brief, a brief uh, a fracas, um, we uh, have brought them here because I believe the wolves are interested in returning what sheep they can and finding harmony with the village, if indeed harmony is something that the village would be interested in reaching. She looks thoughtfully, nods, thinks all this over. I think, I think we can find a way to make this work. Maybe, maybe the wolves aren't as wild as we thought they were. I believe that is 
deeply insightful, Lunora. Um, the wolves we have found are wish only for safety for them and their kin, much the same as the villagers of Pineview. Um, and if they are wild, they are only wild in terms of their ferocious magical abilities. Their hearts are pure. Um, I believe if the village of Pineview is ever in need of protectors or hunters, you will not find any better than these wolves. I think that they have much to offer the village and merely need the concept of community across various peoples um, shown to them in order to understand that their pack may indeed become much larger than simply those wolves at the outskirts of the village. If community's what they need, we can make that happen. We here in Pineview, we take care of our own. Beef stew, anyone? Oh, that sounds great. <laughs>